and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and I'm drinking. Uh, what am I drinking? Uh, where's the can? It's a it's a Ho Garden zero uh, percent. I had some of these for a work picnic on Friday uh, for lunch, and because uh, uh, if I have l- uh, alcohol over lunchtime, I go really snoozy, snoozy. Um, <laughs> and joining me this week, we have. I'm Alid, and I'm drinking blackcurrant squash because it's a weeknight. I'm Laura, and I'm drinking Tesco's finest Sauvignon Blanc. Ooh. It's rather tasty. And I'm Mike, and I'm drinking the Bespoke Brewing Company's Over a Barrel. It's a sort of ailey, darky, ailey, malty ale, a gift from Danny. It's very, very nice. It's like Ooh. if you sieved Guinness and then only kept the lumpy bits. That sounds tremendous. I've just remembered that Hilburton have sent us some beer and we need to get around to, to, to tasting that. I need to get around to somehow getting it to you. Yeah, we need to, like, break lockdown. Damn <laughs> <laughs> hmm. you, COVID, standing between me and beer. I think you can you can come to Wales as long as you carry on driving. So if I just sort of meet you on an M4 bridge and just drop <laughs> it in the car... I... Open the window. <laughs> That's That's like, come, come to Wales as long as I'm like, where would I be driving to? Like, what's the natural terminus where you pass through Wales other than the sea? <laughs> oh, Alan's not in lockdown. No, I'm not oh, yeah, in lockdown. True. I'm special. <laughs> you can just hang a right somewhere and come back on yourself. Get around the sun. <laughs> what happens if you take a boat, though? I mean, theoretically, lockdowns don't apply to the sea, do they? No, we've still been letting plenty of people in. It's like we're all on the brink of going really Daily Mail about that. <laughs> yeah, they're still letting people in, aren't they? Yeah, we're all the black holes are still coming in. Christ. Whee. So, what is the infinite escape room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, but this one stretches across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the infinite escape room links into the next in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, while the others try and solve it. If we don't escape within 30 minutes, then terrible things shall befall us, and if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week, Michael, is... Oh, God, I'm always the person who puts other people on the spot. Michael's new um, Oculus. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, God, my, my Oculus Quest 2 that's getting delivered tomorrow. In fact, I tell you what, it'll be the tracking code for my Oculus <sighs> Quest 2 that's getting delivered tomorrow. Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> if we break anything, then Michael will lose his Oculus... What was it? Oculus? Oculus Quest. Oculus, Oculus Quest 2 tracking code. <laughs> You'll be very sad. <laughs> I would. I would be very, very sad. Are we ready? Yes, I think we are. <laughs> Not for the abuse, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> for the episode. And then let's enter. <laughs> then let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, we found ourselves rummaging around a <clears throat> friend's apartment. Finding the central perky inside a frozen book, we escaped via the apartment's door. A white light dazzles you. A booming voice announces, You have entered the Megadome. Prepare to win. Or to die. As your eyes adjust to the light, you notice that you are in fact inside a dome, one made of a rather sturdy canvas material with large metal poles. Hanging from the ceiling are ladders with lights and cameras hanging off of them. In the centre of the dome are four workstations. On your left, towards the back of the dome, you see some cupboards. On your right, to the front of the dome, you see a large TV. As you walk into the room, the opening you came through closes and the TV flicks on to display a large, smooth face. Welcome, bakers, to this week's technical challenge. I know. <laughs> Isn't it fantastic that we've got a different shaped tent? 
this week. And there I was thinking it was the crystal maze. I was thinking the Millennium Dome. I was like, hashtag topical. (laughs) (laughs) This week, Paul and Prue want you to follow the instructions on the cards. Prue, any advice? The face changes to that of a woman with jazzy glasses. Ah, yes, you'll be wanting to bake these for at least 45 minutes. A grey-haired gentleman comes on and quips, We don't want to see any soggy bottoms this week. A gaunt face appears, framed by black hair. So, bakers, you've got an hour and 15 minutes today. On your marks, get set, bake. A timer appears on the screen, counting down from one hour, 15 minutes, and a hatch opens beneath it. What would you like to do? Wow, we really do have an hour and 15 minutes. We can make a cup of tea. (laughs) But then you'd have an hour and minus that amount of minutes. That's true. How long does it take to boil a kettle? Depends on the kettle. Oh, yeah. And how much water is in it. I'll go test stars. I'll start running some tests with our kettle. (laughs) I'll let you know. You'll poke around then. Uh, what, what, uh, What would you like to look at? Look at the cupboards, maybe? Uh, walking to the cupboards at the back of the dome, uh, you notice that there are a number of cupboards, opening and closing all of them. Uh, they seem to be full of large sacks. Some of the sacks have flour written on them, and some of the sacks have seeds written on them. Uh, there are numerous and too many to count of each. Flour and seeds? Somewhere we're going to need a recipe, aren't we? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Can we... I'm assuming the TV is because social distancing doesn't allow them to be in the tent. You would presume so. <laughs> can we have a look at the TV? Can we reach the TV? Uh, you could reach the TV. You can sort of put your hands on it and get sticky paw prints all over it. Um, but it's just a very, very large TV. In fact, the biggest TV you've probably ever seen. Didn't you say that there was a little hatch that opened up underneath the TV? There is. Uh, on uh, Inside the uh, little hatch, there is sort of a small plate that you could put a baked good. Right. Ah, okay. Some sort of where we deliver our final baked good to. Interesting thing, wasn't it, with Bake Off this year, didn't they do like a kind of a little bubble quarantine thing for the people on it? They have a little village they're all living on. Oh, has it gotten proper X-Factor-ish, is it? Sort of, yeah. I think they've just they've gone to a new <laughs> location and they're all... I think some of their families are with them as well, but they're living on the site of Bake Off and they only leave when they're eliminated. Am I right in thinking his... I was going to say, and they, they are not like baking like once a week. It's like almost like every single yeah, day, isn't it? Yeah, they were condensed because it normally was just on the weekends, I think, before because they had day jobs and things. But now they're all furloughed. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh my God, it really is like the baking Thunderdome in there. <laughs> you will not sleep. You will not rest. You will only bake. <laughs> this is not a pavlova. <laughs> my eyes. Can't get pavlova in my eyes. I told you the bottom must not be soggy. Must not be soggy. <laughs> and it must have a buttery biscuit base. Ah, oh, that's MasterChef. Uh, wrong, wrong baking show. <laughs> it's still relevant. <laughs> buttery biscuit base, isn't that um, old baldy lug nuts? Greg Wallace from yes. MasterChef. Mm, yes, that's the one. Do you ever get the feeling that Greg Wallace and Heston Blumenthal are the same person with a different accent? Actually, no, they've both got Cockney accents, haven't they? There's a bit of a difference. Do you know what I know they haven't got, though? A ticking timer. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, yeah, just being told we've got an hour and 15 minutes has made me really relaxed. <laughs> I have a nap halfway through. But you've got to allow 45 minutes for the bake to happen. Oh, fuck, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Ben. <laughs> of course, you said it earlier. Yes. Wait, so that, does that mean we're going to have 45 minutes of like elevator hold music while it bakes <laughs> in real time? <laughs> We may Pen's do now. Gonna, yes. Pen's going to describe to us in agonising detail about the cake baking. Like, and it's gone slightly browner, 
It's a light bubbling on top. It's gone a little bit browner. It's gone a little bit browner. <laughs> it's gone a little bit browner. It's now changed the Dulux paint shade. <laughs> and it's gone a bit browner. And it's burned. To the background music of the Art Attack music or something. <laughs> um, okay, can we take a look at these workstations, please? Of course. So the workstations are sort of oblongy worktops. Each have a sink to the left-hand side, a countertop with stuff on in the middle, and an oven slash hob to the right of them. Uh, there's also a little name plaque on each of the worktops. Uh, would you like to see who's where? Yes, please. Mm. Back left is Laura. Back right is Mike. Front left is Alid. And front right is intentionally blank. Well, that's made it easier. I always find it's easier to pick somebody to root for in Bake Off when they've got the same name as you. Also, what an unfortunate name, intentionally blank. <laughs> would you like to see what's on the counters? Please. Whose counter would you like to look at? Oh, oh intentionally blanks. Intentionally Blanks, wonderful. So, wandering over to Intentionally Blanks counter, you can see that the counter has a stand mixer, a set of large utensils, anything that you think you might need, a two-handled measuring jug, a set of scales, a baking tray, uh, like a like a, uh, a baking tin, and a set of instructions. Aha! But hold that thought. Before we go down that rabbit hole, can we just check what is on... Mike's countertop. Yes. Uh, just before you do, you also notice that the oven uh, on intentionally blanks. Uh, there's a there's a light on behind the uh, behind the glass. Going to have a look at Mike's. You see that the counter is arranged exactly the same with all of the same things, but no instructions. Uh, the oven also appears to have no uh, light on behind it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Well, in which case, can I reciprocate and take a look at Alad's? Alad's is identical to Mike's. Mm-hmm. Um, and Laura's. Yeah. Uh, and Laura's is identical to Mike and Alid's. Okay. Can we have a look at the instructions on the blank one? You may. As you may know, the technical challenge is not so much uh, follow the instructions, but figure out what they want you to do. So this week, you just have a list of ingredients. The ingredients are four tangerines, 150, no, 15 milliliters of golden syrup. <laughs> That's a big difference. <laughs> just a little bit. It sounds like you making beer, Ben. Well, the recipe says 15 milliliters of honey. I put in all the honey in Aberystwyth. <laughs> True story. Um, 200 grams of margarine, 200 grams of flour, 100 grams of chopped almonds, and four large eggs. That's a lot of eggs. Laura, you bake. Do you recognise this cake? Nope. Well, it's not a cake. It's got no... It hasn't got any self-raising flour in it. It doesn't have... So it's not going to rise. Mm. Uh... Yeah, but you don't put self-raising flour in Yorkshire puddings and they rise. Oh, true. Uh, almonds, eggs, golden syrup, marge, tangerines. It's kind of, maybe it's like a Seville orangey, spongy, tarty kind of thingy with an almondy what's it on the top. Is there anything on the back of the instructions? There is not. Okay. We don't have any, we don't actually have any no. ingredients at the moment, do we? We might have flour oh, and chopped almonds. We've got flowers. Yeah, we've got flour. Oh, unless you're going to class seeds as almonds. Oh, seeds. I thought Which, I said nuts. No, I said seeds. Is an almond a seed? Or is it a nut? A nut. Uh, it is actually technically a seed, but if you uh, would like to have a rummage through the seed bag, uh, you see there's an assortment of what you would generally class as seeds. There are some sort of little mustard seeds, some sunflower seeds, some pine seedy things. Seedy things, like you feed seeds. the birds. Mm. <laughs> seedy things. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, mm. Did we have a rummage through the cupboards yet? No, not yet. Yes, yeah, we did. you had flour and oh, seeds yes. in them. Oh, so we had, oh, yeah, of course, yes, we had our flour and seeds. 
Too many, too many flowers to count. Indeed. Okay. Oh no! What kind of flowers were in the bag, Ben? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, let's... white powdered flower. <laughs> S-L- oh, Good shout, Howard. Good shout. Oh man. Well, I'll just check how we're doing for time. Oh, it's fine. We've got sixty-five minutes left. Wait a minute. That's twenty minutes left. I think in real money. Yes. Anything under the workstations? No. Anything in the oven for Mike? No. What about for Laura? Nope. And presumably for mine, the same. Exactly the same. Okay. But you did mention the light was on in intentionally bland um, uh, oven. I did. Yes. Can we pop that open and take a look? You can do. You're surprised to find that it's not an oven at all. You can see sunlight through there. It appears to be a slide. Oh! Okay. okay. Well, obviously I slide down it. D- do you all slide down it? Oh, yeah. Why not? Definitely. Whee! Okay, so sliding down, you find yourselves outside. The sky is a wonderful marmalade orange, and there are trees higher than you with yellow and green see-through flowers. Would you like to sort of take your bearings? Yes, please, Ben. That'd be lovely. Where you've landed at the base of the slide, there is a sort of a compass on the floor. You can see that north faces towards the slide. Just to the east of you, there is a large metal box. In the far east, you see a hut... In the south, you can see what looks like a well. In the southwest, you can see another wooden hut. And in the northwest, you can see some trees. Okay. Can we go and have a look at the trees? You can do. Walking over to the trees, uh, you can see that there are tangerines hanging from them. Aha! Can we pick four? No, you cannot. They are far too high for you. Right. Can I kick the tree? Uh, you can do. You you hit your foot uh, against the tree and it hurts. Right. Uh, no, Michael. Even if even you cannot uh, reach them. Can I climb the tree? What if Alad climbs me and then climbs the tree? <laughs> uh, they are still far too out of reach. Okay. What if Laura climbs Alad? <laughs> well, actually, no. Saying that, I genuinely got a concussion doing this once. Nope. Never mind. Let's not do that. Explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, wife. <laughs> Should we go look at the huts, maybe? Cool. Would you like to look at the one in the east or in the uh, southwest? East. Heading over to the one in the east, uh, it appears to be uh, that there's a, there's a wooden hut with a door that is closed. Would you like to see if you can open it? Please. Opening the door and walking through, you enter this very dark room. However, you can sort of see with if you open the door, light pours in, so it's not, not really quite so dark. Standing in the middle of the room, you can feel a rushing past your feet, uh, as if there are sort of mice in the room. But you can't see them. Uh, they, they appear to be too quick for you. Can we reach down, maybe, and try and grab some? Uh, no, you, you see them sort of whisk past your hand, but or you feel them whisk past your hand. But again, they're, they're, they're far too, uh, too quick. You can't quite see where they are going. Shall we put a pin in that for now and check the hut in the southwest? Sounds good. Uh, heading over to the southwest, the hut is in fact a chicken coop. Perfect. Can we open it or open the lid? Uh, you can do, yes. You can open, there's a door in the side. Are there chickens in there? There are. They look very angry. Cool. In fact, they look very hungry. Can I sacrifice Mike <laughs> to the chickens to get some eggs? Unfortunately, Mike is not able to enter the uh, the chicken coop. Uh, as soon as he sort of tries to enter, they all flock around him and uh, start to peck at him. They, they really do not want to let you in. Hmm. Ouch! No, thank you. Wait, chicken hutches have got a method of getting into them that you haven't got to disturb the chickens. Uh, this one doesn't appear to. Damn. Shake it. <laughs> Is it worth trying to get back up the slide to get some seeds <laughs> for said chickens? See if we can feed them. Oh, there mm. is some. Well, Lord, do you want to go do that? Yep, am I able to climb back up the slide to get some seeds? 
You are indeed. Like a, like a five-year-old determined to get back to the top, you re-enter the Megadome tent. With as much um, grace. <laughs> do you want to like have a vessel of, of, of uh, seed or do you want to carry the sack back? Or? Oh, 200 measuring jug. Yeah, 200 measuring jug with a cup with some seeds in. Sure, so you grab that and, uh, and I guess you take it back down to the chicken coop. Yes. Cool. Uh, what are you going to do with the seeds? Try feeding the chickens to see if we can placate them. Scattering them around the ground outside the chicken coop, all the chickens flood out and leave the chicken coop empty. Can we go get some eggs, please? Walking into the chicken coop, you uh, help yourselves to as many eggs as you like. You now have a large quantity of eggs. I would like three eggs. Just a be all. <laughs> well, you need 16 in theory. Can we just have 16? <laughs> We've got a large quantity. If you like. You can pick the ones that are largest <laughs> that way. You have enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> More egg than man now. I'm going to... Right. Can I pop back up the slide? Yes. Or can I grab the utensils and bring them back down? With the utensils, can I reach the tangerines? Oh, no. No, no. You, you'd need something to sort of elevate yourself. Like Mike's shoulders? Uh, no, more like a... a ladder with some lights a... on, maybe. Is there like a, re- yeah, a really tall colander that Alad could stand on? When we first entered the tent, there was ladders with lights on in there. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I'm glad somebody was paying attention. <laughs> we were all just laughing about the shape of the dome. Yeah, see, hanging from the ceiling with some ladders with lights and cameras. We try and get some ladders down with us. Of course. So uh, scamp- scampering up the slide once more, you uh, jump on one of the worktops and grab one of the ladders from the ceiling carefully taking off the lights and cameras so that you don't break them oh can we take a can we take a light with us as well you, you, sure yeah why not yes um I mean, it's not plugged into anything now so. oh yeah uh, uh. and despite the name it's quite heavy um <laughs> <laughs> oh with with a ladder in hand you can now clamber up a tree and grab tangerines yeah uh, you now have enough tangerines should we go take a look at the well now just to be honest just make sure it's in there yeah maybe it's a well of margarine that would be really useful so, wandering up to the well, you can see there's a rope going into its depths. There's also a handle, so you could you know, twist the rope up and down. Give that mouth. Uh, give it. Uh, give. Wind, wind it up. That's what he's trying to say. Yes. Can we? I, I was. I was going to say, give that motherfucker a twist. I thought that's just unnecessary. <laughs> can we please spin said handle in order to elevate the rope? You can do. Um, it feels sort of very, very light, and uh, you get it to the top, and there is no vessel on the end of the rope. But it's slightly sticky. It's got syrup in it. Should we attach um, the We've jug? got a two-handed jug. Oh, no. Oh, what you said. Same thing. We've got a jug. Yeah, but you, you, say, you say it nicely. and then We can attach the jug to the ropes. Uh, you can do, yes. Uh, keeping uh, sort of a, a bit of rope to each of the handles, you can now lower it. In fact, it lowers down slightly from the weight of the jug into the depths. Can we pull it back up and get some, what I'm assuming is going to be golden syrup? Yep, you, uh, you um, spin the, uh, the, the doodah and thingy the what's up. And you now have a jug of golden syrup. Fabulous. Half a litre, let's say. <laughs> well, that, that, once again, that's enough because we needed 15 mils. So that's, uh, that's good. We could, we could all have a little nip, couldn't we? We could have a little, little shot of uh, maple syrup each. Mm-hmm. Keep ourselves going with an egg. <laughs> Yummy. So the only thing we're short now is the marge and the almond. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think maybe the stuff that was flowing around our hands earlier were tiny haunted almonds? <laughs> Uh, just as a reminder, you had uh, like a large box-like thing just to the east of the slide. I missed the box. I forgot about the box. Yep. We go take a look at the metal box. You said, wasn't it? It was. Yes. So the box is uh, a large vending machine-style looking thing. At the very top of it, as a sign that says 
Endving Ichmin, and it has five buttons. Uh, there's a, a 50 pence piece uh, in, the, in the little coin slot, and uh, each of them has 50 pence beside them. So uh, would you like to hear what the five options are? Yes, please. The first option is Sold Nans. That's N-A-N-S. The second option is Dam Slams. The third option is Old Mans. The fourth option is Lone Whams. And the fifth and final option is Nod Mold. Mm, nod Mold? Yes. As in nodding yes. going to say option okay. three was the Almonds, because that's the only one I can make Almonds out of. Oh, Almonds, Almonds. Because it was yeah, Envying yeah, yeah. Eachman, which was his vendor machine mixed up, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Old Mans is the only one I can think of that could be Almonds. Oh, like Almonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because it's it, it's substituted the A and the O. So old man's is Armand with the A and the O substituted. Other than that, uh, and and the, the and the D moves from old to at the end yeah. almonds. Uh, only if you spelt it correctly when you wrote it down. Unlike me, who spelt it totally <laughs> wrong. Who needs anagrams when you can't write? That's what I say. Also, this sounds really sad. It's like sold your nan, damn slam, old man. What was the next one? Lone. Lone whams. Lone. It's literally like this is this is a really sad Christmas story of a man who was so poor he sold his grandmother, then um, lost a rap battle, <laughs> grew old, and then was hit on his own by a bus, and now is molding in a well. No, no, wait, is has fallen asleep and has gone off. <laughs> old cheese. Uh, so I'm guessing you're gonna stick the money in and hit number three. Please. Yeah, probably. The vending machine. <laughs> vending machine. <laughs> oh, oh, but, oh, there's a new machine in the shopping centre. I'll just put my 50p in and see what comes. Oh no, this is horrible. I made the wrong choice. <laughs> the vending machine emits a large and almonds pour from the uh, from the little vending slot at the bottom. Again, you have enough almonds. <laughs> Never enough almonds. They're delicious. The only thing we're now missing is the margarine, which must be something to do with the hut in the east. Go on a doichi solo. Oh, um, we, uh, we had the skittery ditteries before. Yeah. If we go back to the, the place in the east with the skittery ditteries, and we had our cooking utensils, didn't we? You did. And we've got maple syrup. You do? <laughs> can I coat a utensil in maple syrup? and see if I can get one of the skittery ditteries to either be lured to a utensil or to get stuck to it. Sure, yes. Uh, you, um, <laughs> you slather a utensil in sticky, sticky golden syrup and stand awaiting in, uh, in, the, in the hut. You can still feel the odd thing whipping past your feet and, in fact, the wrist of the hand that, uh, that has the utensil in it. They don't appear to be lured by the, um, by the sticky, sticky golden syrup. Nor are you still fast enough to be able to hit them. If only you could see where they came from, where they were going. If only you could sort of see a track they were making. Flower. We have flour. We could put a load of flour down on the floor and we'd be able to see where their little skiddly feet have been going. Yes, let's do that. Alternatively, we could look for a plug socket, <laughs> plug the big light in I took earlier, and then smash it into the wall and burn the hut down. <laughs> I think that option. Let's take that option. Let's try the flower one I'll... first, maybe. But then you sacrifice your <laughs> Oculus. But I mean, ah, no, my Oculus. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Can we look and see if there's a plug socket? <laughs> uh, you do not appear to be able to find any <laughs> In that case, let's go get some flour. Cool. So you uh, you scramble up and presumably grab like another jug or something uh, to to take some flour back down. Maybe you take a maybe you take an entire sack down. Uh, so you're standing at the 
centre at the uh, entrance of the hut with a sack of flour, what would you like to do? I've had a thought before we put flour, do anything with flour. We've got maple syrup. If we put that on the floor, they're going to get stuck in it. Maple syrup would work as well as flour. You're not wrong there. Let's try the flour first. <laughs> I think we've got like five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, how are we doing for time? We're on 49.43. Oh, well. Jesus, we have five minutes. Yes, flour. <laughs> flour on the floor. Dusting the floor with flour, you uh, you hear some tiny eeks as little trails begin to blaze through the flour and little sort of balls seem to sort of collect that are sort of wriggling around. Going over to inspect these balls, you find little margarine mice in them. <laughs> You've now got enough margarine. How whimsical. Cool. Can we take the ingredients and run back upstairs? <laughs> of course you may. <laughs> little margarine mice. Yeah. I mean, delicious. <laughs> what? I, just, I love the idea of just being like, oh, margarine mice, and stamping on front. <laughs> just the perfect... <laughs> But Holly, <laughs> should we mix up some cakes? Of course you may. So you're going to take all of your plentiful ingredients back upstairs. Uh, and what would you like to do? This is your. This is a technical part of it. How are you going to construct them together? <clears throat> Laura, can, do you want to do the sponge? Because you're good at sponge, Laura. Well, I'm trying to work out how to do it best because I think it's there's no. Sugar. I mean, does it matter? Is the key question? Yes. It depends if you need to whip the eggs or not. So. Well, why don't we? do the old cr- uh, why don't we crumb the flour and marge together mm-hmm. um, and then crack the eggs mm-hmm. make a well for the eggs within the flour and marge um, whisk that into a batter mm-hmm. um, and then we've got almonds tangerines and maple syrup left golden syrup if we yeah. oh sorry golden syrup if we um, slice um, the tangerines mm-hmm. and then um I guess kind of like lightly fry them with the maple syrup to get a kind of like quick Seville caramelised sort of thing going on. At the same time, if we toast the almonds on top of the hob, yep. um, and then, yeah, we pour the... Uh, if we get a cake tin, pour the batter into the cake tin, um, chuck the uh, the oranges on top with the rest of the maple syrup. I know the recipe only calls 15 mils, but fuck it, we'll put another 15 mils in. Um, just over the top of the uh, the oranges and then scatter our toasted um, almonds on top of that and then whack that in the oven for Laura. I have no idea how long. Well, it says, it says bake for 45 minutes in the instruction. Mm. That's the only instruction we had. Yeah, but what temperature? 180. All cakes bake and... 180. Cool. <laughs> what she said. Yeah. Okay, so uh, sliding the cake batter topped with tangerines into a oven preheated to 180 degrees Celsius. Uh, you wait for 45 minutes. <laughs> Come on, Lloyd, you got on an instrument. No. <laughs> How about the trombone? <laughs> I'll do the normal bake-off thing and I'll just have a cup of tea. 45 minutes has elapsed. Uh, what would you like to do? Can we take the cake out of the oven? You can indeed take the cake out of the oven. How does it look? Cakey. Can we put that on the plate in the hatch? You can indeed. You slip the cake from the cake tin and onto the plate in the hatch. The hatch closes. The screen flickers on, although there's no face on the screen, but a disembodied voice says, Well, well, well. It looks like this went down a treat. Evenly baked, good sweetness, with a little tarty kick. Great colour, and just look at that crumb. This week we have three star bakers, Alet, Laura and Mike. 
please step back through the tunnel you came through. The tunnel opens back up and you walk out, mysteriously holding flowers, into a large open field. Congratulations, you have solved my puzzle. Hey! Yay! Oh, that was nice and gentle. Did we make make the right cake? That's the important thing. Did we make it right? (laughs) Probably. There is no no right answer. (laughs) It was was, uh, somewhat uh, based off an orange cake that I found on the BBC website. Uh, but it lacked um, additional sugar, so it probably isn't that sweet. Yeah, I just literally <laughs> thought of that. I was like, wait a minute, it's going to just be it, like... Tarmac. It was sort of one, one too many components for me to consider. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at TR underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash the infinite escape room, where you can listen to episodes a week early, have your name mentioned on the show, get unedited episodes, and more. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time in the infinite escape room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I've changed various bits of the outro and <laughs> haven't rehearsed them yet. <laughs> I like that like you were like, I've not seen this before. <laughs> I've not seen it like 128 times before. <laughs>